You're listening to a Q&A mini-sode for the Mastering Media Podcast, where DIY creators learn new insights, tactics, and strategies to build their audience, revenue, and brand. This podcast is brought to you by Home Talk, the world's largest DIY community, where we help creators reach new audiences. And now, here's our Q&A session. So we have so many questions. I don't know if you saw in the comments, people are like, I have questions, I have questions, I have questions. And they were very patiently waiting until we finished. So let's go with, if you're cool to stick around just a tiny, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I missed all of this while, while we were talking. So, um, okay. So let's talk through, let me kind of, um, so Carol says, oh, she says she, use rank, she uses Rank IQ um, to write her posts. Um, also to, uh, oh, somebody already went to their Google analytics to realize a post is trending and to link it to other related posts. That's a good. Perfect. That's lovely. Yes. Um, Carol says, do you use Yoast write, rewrite and republish? You know what? Honestly, I'm not sure on the, on the technical level, because I'm not doing that. My team is, <laughs> but see, but that is effectively what we are doing with Yoast is we are using basically Yoast as a tool to do that. So I can't actually tell you, speak to exactly that because yeah, I'm not sure about the, the nature of the tool right now, but, um, but yeah, like that is what we're using Yoast well, for. <laughs> and, I, and I also think it's important to speak into, I think the challenge that with Yoast, I love Yoast. I'm not here to knock Yoast in any way. I love it. But I think the biggest challenge that we have with Yoast is people go over there and they get the green light. But let's say they're getting the green light for um, uh, how to take care of your lawn and nobody's searching for that. Like, let's say no one is searching, then it's irrelevant. You could have a green light all day long, but if nobody is searching for it. So really Yoast only works as well as the keywords that you figure out that are effective for your blog. Yes, but um, yeah, but that's actually a really, really good point, Karian, because basically Yoast is also like a mini checklist of, yes, these are the places that you should have your keywords. It says, put your keyword in the meta description, put in your alt tags, have a certain keyword density, whatever. That's all great. That you can follow all that little checklist and still have a crappy piece of content that's not well written. It's not long enough. It's just kind of thin or it's just plug and play with the keywords um, and maybe an irrelevant keyword like you described. So Yoast is just a tool and it's only as good as you using it really. Like it's a piece of the puzzle. I agree. Nikki says most of her posts are DIY tutorials and Yoast just wants me to put the keyword for the thing I'm making everywhere throughout the post. I'm yes. Gonna- so Yoast is going to give you a focus keyword. And actually, I think you need Yoast like um, pro to do the semantic keywords or the the um, um, synonyms or whatever, but basically like, yeah, you're going to, that is what, if, if it's a DIY and it's a how-to, it is going to be like, how to paint your table or whatever. Um, that is probably what, what your focus keyword is going to be. And that is what Yoast is going to tell you. But that's why like semant- that's why it's only part of the puzzle. It's because mm-hmm. there's semantic keywords. All those other related keywords are things that you're going to want to naturally include as, as kind of, I want to say as much as you can, but not really. It's just like making sure, again, you're not using garbage words. You're using real nouns, adjectives, and verbs and describing everything that you're doing. And all of those descriptors are going to add to Google's understanding of doing that topic of, of that topic and then have you rank for other keywords. Because, you know, as you know, you're not just 
going, you're really not going after just one keyword. Like most of your posts are going to rank for many, many keywords. And so, you know, we're going, we're trying to kind of hit as many of those marks as we can, but be as specific as possible about the project. Well, and I also think too, one thing that Yoast Premium does that I think is kind of gold is it shows shows your um, orphaned content. So mm-hmm. that's especially important with a blog. So y'all, I have probably 3000 posts. And what I mean by orphan content is it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like a poor little post that's sitting there with no friends. Like nobody kind of invited it to the party. And so sometimes, so Yoast went through and show, you have to click a few buttons, but it will show you your list. Now, sometimes it's orphaned for a reason because it was, it really needs to be redirected or, you know, gotten rid of or something because it wasn't, there's no point of linking to it, but there are a few gold nuggets in there that you've just kind of forgotten. And that if you can, again, it's what Nikki said earlier. Like I always think of my blog, like a spider web, like it's all trying to connect to each other. And you're trying to show Google why one post is important because you're showing in another post is important. So that's why it's super important. Y'all Nikki, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Cause you know, you're there. No, I love the spider web. That's fabulous. Yes. Yes. Great. <laughs> um, but I also think too, it's important sometimes, and this is a step we always forget. So let's say one of my favorite things to do is to go back, to go and say, hey, one of my most popular posts, I say, hey, let's see how it held up a year later. Okay, so I go into my new post. Now I always, in my new post, link back to my old post, like always, that's kind of 101. But what I forget to do sometimes is go back to the old post and say, hey, yes. don't want to see how this held up a year later? click here to see. Yes. How, and what I should be saying is click here to see how the porch held up a year later and not, right. how, not how it held up, how the porch held up a year later. And so to me, that's the gold is making that little circle between the posts and the missing pieces going back to the older post and linking it to the, I always link new content to old content. That's not a problem. It's going back and completing the circle. That is huge. I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something that frankly, like we as a team had overlooked for quite some time, like a long time ago. But what I'm saying is that it's like, wow, there's a huge opportunity here now to connect these dots again. And also if that old content is still performing, it's like, hello, like now we can send them to the new stuff. So yeah, that is a fabulous point. Okay. Wait. And the funniest comment is Nikki said, by the way, thanks for spelling your beautiful name, right? That is correct. And also my name is Nikki on my birth certificate spelled like that. So <laughs> it's, so it's, it's the correct. World. Nikki does the world come together. So, yes. okay, so Jennifer says, Nikki, I'm sorry. I missed what you said at the end about after you update an old piece of content, should I just be re-indexing it or republishing it? So you're going to want to republish it with a new date. So um, you're not, I mean, you're not exactly republishing it. You're just changing it to the, to the current date and then publishing it um, so that it shows up as a current post and it has that new date stamp on it. What you can also do is use the URL inspection tool in Google Search Console, which is the bar at the very top. Plop that in there. Um, when you, Google will go look it up and there's a little thing that says page changed, request indexing. And so you can do that as well, which will help it kind of get on Google's radar even more quickly. Okay, so can I give y'all the best tip of something I've been doing, which is kind of SEO related, but kind of not, but (laughs) working like gold. Yes. Um, So, okay, so here's what I've been doing. I go back into the depths of the blog and there'll be a post that says something like, oh gosh, I don't know. Let's say I'll say spring living room refresh, okay? And I go back and I'll find that post and then I find one thing that I can sell them that I go all in on. 
So uh, I just did this with a side table. So I found this amazing side table on Amazon. Um, oh, so great. Oh, it's under 50 bucks. Like it's beautiful. It travels. It's like a, like a television tray. Like it travels around, put your coffee on it. It's amazing. I go back into the old post, update everything. And then, and then I say, and here, here's this amazing thing. And I go all in on kind of one product and add that into, and then republish it to a brand new, like a brand new date. And then people don't, they don't realize that it's old content. They don't think through, they just see this new table that I'm trying to sell them. And so I'm selling the table and getting like the post updated all in one fell swoop. And it is, it's kind of working like gold. So if y'all are yeah. just a tip. Yes, I love that. That's fantastic. And yes, and of course, anytime you can connect the dots with products and other, you know, affiliate links, anything that you can make money with, you know, yeah, totally. That's part of, that can be part of your optimization process. Now, Missy says she updated a post last week. Should she go in and change the published date to last week or should she change it to today? Does it matter? At this point, it probably doesn't really matter. Um, so you can certain, but you could do either. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter at this point. I would say either one is fine. Like sometimes if we do publish something a week ago, like we will backdate things and stuff sometimes for different purposes, but um, not a huge deal. You can do either, I would say. Yeah, does it, what you're just saying is let's not have it be two years ago. It just needs to be in the current. So to kind of wave at Google and say, hey, look, I have. A yeah, new I mean, I would say that if you're publishing it today, if you're republishing it today, put the date on it. If you did it a week ago and you didn't know to do that, then it probably doesn't matter at this point because Google's probably already reread it. Um, so just going forward, I would say publish it with today's date or close to today's date. Oh, okay. and also don't don't put a gap in there though. Sorry, that's important. Like, cause some people will like take their post down while they're updating it and then republish it with a new date and or like schedule it for like tomorrow. That is really bad because that Google might de-index it in the meantime while you're working on that post. So you should be ready to republish immediately when you um, update that content. Okay. Um, so Kim says, so if your title is how to make blank, that's your title. Um, when you start your process, what should your first H2 I think I was saying S2. I don't know where I got S2. Telling <laughs> H2 be not a repeat of your title. I just literally, I mean, just for me and my house, Kim, I just say how, if it's how to, I just say how to, I don't, but maybe Nikki has better advice. Yeah. I mean, basically anything that signals like now we're getting into the meat of the content. Um, it could also even be kind of the first, like the introduction. So uh, a header that describes like gather your materials for the blue table you're painting or whatever, you know, that was terribly worded, but you get my drift. Um, so like whatever the kind of the first introductory step to like, here's what I'm doing first, that would also be kind of, you know, that would logically be like the first um, segment of that. Yeah. Okay. So Anne-Marie, oh, you got the and Marie, now they're kind of SEO experts too. Those two, oh my goodness. Essie, and Marie and Anne are major SEO experts. So I'm like nervous about these questions. Um, so she says, uh, you got the SEO testing. That was one thing. But then also Anne-Marie says, you suggest changing our publish date when we update posts. Should we add a line in that post at the top to indicate that the post has been updated? It's not really necessary because basically you're getting a date stamp on it on the back end. And so it, depending upon your theme and some other um, things, you may actually, it may actually have a date created and a date updated. It, there's, there's a number of back end things that can 
vary when that, when it comes to that. Um, but I would not add a, spe- a special line because it's getting the back end timestamp. And also eventually like that just becomes distracting and, and like also outdated because now like it's three months from now, it's like, oh, well, this was updated three months ago. And it just draws more attention to that. And if it's, if it's an evergreen post, it's an evergreen post. You should be able to just dive right into it. I think it's distracting to do that. Okay. So I actually have a question for you. So I'm big into Google web stories now. Like this is my new situation. I'm all about it. And I had, um, I had a couple hit, which like, then I, again, I'm like sitting back drinking coffee, like, let's go, you know, why all of that beautiful pay, all those beautiful page views come my way. So you guys are not doing Google web stories, hop on it. Cause it's kind of gold. We have a podcast, um, where that Amanda can maybe put here that y'all can go back and listen because it was gold on um, Google Web Stories. But one thing that, and they t- they said this in the, and I just want to clarify, she said it doesn't matter if your Google Web Story and your post are named the same thing. Is that true? Or will it will it cannibalize it if the Google Web Story and, the, and your page that you're actually sending them to are the same thing? So I, yeah, I would say that it's fine if the posts, if they're the same title, if it's a, if it's truly a blog post versus a web story, um, you usually don't want to have anything with the same titles, but this, what I think of web stories as, um, and also they're, I have found them to be very cranky and they're, I'm, but I, yeah, like, and it's really annoying to me that it's created by Google and it doesn't work that well. Like what the hell? Yes, yes. yes. So, um, what I think of them as more is, um, more like social media. Like it's more like you're promoting this post, right. Rather than, you know, and you're doing it in a different form because it's definitely like digested in a different way. So it's not the same type of content. It's just, it's just you're sharing a story in a different way and it's also promoting your content and then getting you you know those page views so yeah well and and i i just thought of this when i was preparing for this because i went and one of mine that hit of course please act surprised everyone that's listening to this thing um how to decorate with blue and white like shocking um <laughs> and i have a post called how to decorate blue and white and then the web story was how to decorate blue and white i was like you know so um i just i have a, this thing about you know, we don't ever want to rank for the same keywords on two different posts. Isn't that kind of a no-no to like have the same keywords? Like sometimes Yoast will say, you're already ranking for this keyword on another post. Don't use it. It's, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so you might have to, the, the thing is, is like each piece of content should have like its own twist. So it's like, you know, maybe it's blue and white for the living room versus blue and white for the bedroom. Yeah. So that's kind of, or blue, like accessories versus paint or, you know, like any, any kind of niche that you want to do is, is the best way to go about that so that it's not similar enough, but it's it, but it's honing in on, on that. And then you can kind of connect the dots between all of like, Oh, more inspiration. I have all these posts on blue and white. Yeah. One last question. Um, it says, Cindy was asking when you update a post just to make fixes, do I do anything to the date? I, I guess she's meaning if you're just fixing a few things, you'd probably don't want to republish it. But yeah, we typically don't republish it if it's just like tweaking like the meta description, the alt, alt text and stuff, because it's still going to get a date updated in your sitemap. Google's still going to relook at it. If if you've done an overhaul on it, which we call a post buff as in buffing it up, which is definitely an internal term that we use, but feel free to use it. But if you're buffing it up and it's really, you've added more meat to it and you've really truly went through all of the steps and everything, then I would republish it. Otherwise, no, not really worth republishing if you're just kind of doing the little tweaks. Yeah, that's a great thing. And real fast. Um, Sarah, I, this is, 
uh, sorry, I shouldn't have gone off on the whole Google web story thing while we're talking about SEO, but Sarah, to answer your question, um, a hundred percent, you can go back into those old web stories and republish them. It's just a way of waving at Google and saying like, Hey, I'm here yes. again. That happens quite a bit, um, except don't be like me. Um, I was about to republish one and I realized, Oh wait, it's Valentine's. <laughs> Like, that's not going to be, that's not going to make Google right now since it's, um, we just had St. Patrick's Day. So, right. Um, okay, you guys. Well, as always, we're going to put all of Nikki's information. She's incredible. She has an entire team that does this. She can do an audit of your um, blog and your website um, that showcases all of like, you know, where you need to update things. Um, you can hire her on a monthly basis. I mean, she does, her, her services run the gamut of everything that you need for SEO. And as you can see, by this podcast and all of the questions that she knows her stuff. I think she had us at geek out over the data, right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> record, Nikki, those words have never come out of my mouth. Okay, just for the <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> but you, my friend, we so appreciate your time and you are just an inspiration to all of us of just someone who's found their passion and, um, you know, and has going after their passion. And as a female entrepreneur, we just celebrate you and all of your success and, and we wish you even more success. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining us today. Thank you so much, Carrie. I've had a wonderful time. Everyone had such great questions and this has been very, very wonderful. So thank you so much for you and all you do. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Home Talk, the world's largest DIY community where we help creators reach new audiences. For more information on our programs for content creators, please visit our website at www.creators.hometalk.com. We'll be back soon with a new episode of Mastering Media. Have a great day and happy home talking.